Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Five, four, three, two, one. Cue music. This is Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Welcome to Movies First and potentially the first big blockbuster of 2017 on our agenda for today. Alex First, tell us about Passengers. It does not have a huge cast, if you get what I mean. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's very difficult to carry a movie when you've only got, what, three, four people of any renown in a cast and really nobody else of any consequence other than people stuck in a deep sleep. Now, I'll explain all of that. Take The Martian, right? Remember that movie? Yep. Great film. Loved it. Great film with Matt Damon. Add elements of gravity. Yeah, you remember that movie Mm -hmm. as well with, with George Clooney. Well, again, it's another one that had a very small cast. And Sandra Bullock. Yeah, exactly. And, well, La La Land. Beautiful film. My second best movie of 2016, right, with Emma Stone. Boy, is her star raging at the moment. So you add all of that, and Ryan Gosling, I should say, voila, you have the makings of this science fiction adventure fantasy. Jennifer Lawrence plays Aurora. Chris Pratt is Jim. They are on a 120-year journey to another planet, which is called Homestead 2. They are in hibernation. Their hibernation pods wake them 90 years too early. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-oh, that's a big problem. Yeah, they've got no way of reverting to their long sleep either. Of course, if they don't go back into hibernation, they'll die before they reach their destination. (laughs) Because both would be well beyond their 100th birthday. Either that or they're going to grow old together and get very, very bored. Yes, and and very wrinkled, (laughs) uh, you could say. Now, I'm being very unkind and uncharitable there. These people, Aurora and Jim, are among 5,000 passengers and hundreds of crew aboard the spacecraft, which is particularly opulent. Uh, Really lovely. But they are the only two, at least initially, who awoken. He, a year before her. So he spends a year by himself. And the circumstances of that 12-month difference are crucial to this plot. Jim is a mechanical engineer. He's desperate to unravel the mystery behind his malfunctioning pod. When he can't, he spots Aurora in hibernation. Think about the fairy story Snow White. Mm -hmm. And he's immediately smitten. Then it becomes a question of what he should do needs to do, wants to do, in order to survive. Aurora is a New York journalist on assignment who couldn't find what she was after on Earth and decided to take this journey. There's also a damn good story documenting the creation of a new society. Jim had other motives. A working-class guy, he's intending to help start a civilization. And as Pratt says of his character Jim, if something breaks, he'll be there to fix it. Now... Though unbeknown to the pair, their craft is teetering on the brink of collapse. And 
not only their lives, but those of all the passengers and crew are in peril. So it is that the greatest mass migration in human history is in grave danger. It's directed by Morton Tardum. He did the imitation game. The quite intriguing script was directed, or was written rather, by John Spates, who was responsible for Doctor Strange. The concept is one of characters put into an extreme situation, having to, needing to, wanting to make extreme choices. The question for us as an audience becomes, what would we have done had we been presented with the same circumstance? Right? Suddenly you're woken up. You're the only one. Now, I was sold from the start of Passengers. The contention, the opening drew me in. The narrative evolves in a series of blocks or chapters. At first, Chris Pratt is at it alone and going stir-crazy in the process. Then he courts Jennifer Lawrence and their romance is the stuff of dreams. What follows is the inevitable betrayal before a third human, Lawrence Fishburne's character, who is senior technical crewman Gus Mancuso, awakens. And subsequently, we get the increasingly frenzied fight to the finish, the fight for survival. The first two chapters are undoubtedly the most enriching and satisfying. There is still spark when Mancuso awakens, but the spark that got me excited in the first instance is somewhat diminished, if not extinguished. I thought the ending was a little too convenient, too neat. It could have finished a few minutes earlier, leaving us with an air of mystery to make of what we would. The technical aspects of this movie, Passengers, creating the atmosphere and the dynamics were impressive. So too the humour and joy in the romance and the courtship. Michael Sheen, how outstanding as the android barman Arthur, charming and witty with a harsher edge that shows up but once. The chemistry between Pratt and Lawrence, I thought that was strong. So there remains a lot to like about passengers. The concept of technology gone askew without people to control it may not be new, but it's definitely a question for our times, Chris. A a time when wholesale driverless cars are getting closer and closer to reality. And then, of course, there's the moral dilemma, which is at the heart of passengers. It's rated M in Australia, runs for 116 minutes. You're listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. I I don't know what to ask at this point about this one because with with there being just the few people in it and with with the story that you've sort of... If I ask you anything else, it's likely to put to 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 to, have, to result in spoilers. Well, so I, I don't know where else we can go with this conversation, Alex. We can we can talk about movies that have not many people in them. Remember, there was a Robert Redford movie who was the only one in it. it was a great movie. That was and brilliant. Was, yeah, that yeah. was yeah probably the best of the genre. Oh, it was absolutely terrific, and you know, set it set at sea and and so on and so forth. So that was that was a great movie. Then there was Wilson. I remember Wilson. The the um, oh, volleyball, oh, in, in in Castaway with Tom Hanks, in yeah, Castaway, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, they're examples of lengthy periods in movies where there's nobody else, yeah, right. And and this is well, it's not quite like that, but it is similar in as much as there's so few actors. So for those people, I mean, most people, I dare say, would have seen Castaway, wouldn't you think? Mm. Well, one, 127 Hours would be another one where, where you've got James Franco 
Yeah, that's good. In good, there good. on his own. Uh, and Moon, Moon with Sam Rockwell would be another one. Uh, yes, that's a very good very good example. Another, but, I mean, another one set in space. I, I guess that's the easy one. If you're going to put someone out in space, it's very easy to have them on their own. Yeah, look, I, the, the one thing that I would say, though, please, a lot of people would not have seen the Robert Redford movie. Uh, um, directed by J.C. J. Chandor, it's called All Is Lost. Yeah, it's brilliant. So, it is an exceptional film. Well, J.C. Chandor also did another really great movie, in fact, a couple of other great movies that I can think of, Margin Call and A, Vi- a Most Violent Year. Uh, he, he, was produ- he produced A Most Violent Year, but, um, he, you know, he, he's got a lot of writing credits as well. So, you know, he, he's a guy to watch out. He, he's sort of Margin Call, All Is Lost, and then A Most Violent Year, three movies that are most worthy of, of seeing. But Robert Redford, you know, back to his brilliant best there. But overall... There are some similarities between passengers and those movies in terms of the isolation. I I quite like this. I know that this is sort of some people are going to like it more than others. I'm going to give it a seven and a half out of ten for passengers. Okay, good score, good score. And yeah, go and get all these lost out on on DVD or Blu-ray as well, or, or download it from uh, uh, the, the the many and varied online movie stores uh, and have a look at it. For mine, it was absolutely gypped at the Academy Awards in 2014. Oh, it, it, it got one nomination for sound editing, everything else was completely overlooked for. The Academy made a big mistake. Well, I would have thought that Robert Redford was deserving of an Oscar nomination at the very least, but then who do you leave out because there's only five in that category? This is the other thing that I would have said, well, we we need to expand it if we can have ten best films. Why can't we have ten best actors and actresses? But the problem is how far do you go with that? By the way, I gave all... What what would you have given All Is Lost? I would have given All Is is Lost an eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, and I, I'm looking at my reviewer, but at the time, I gave it an 8. Yeah. yeah. I actually watched it relatively recently. I've got it on Blu-ray. I watched it re- again relatively recently. It's, it just stacks up, and, and literally, the only person you see in the entire film, or here in the entire film, is Robert Redford. So, uh, it, it is... It is Absolutely breathtaking. And uh, look, there we go. There's a couple of things to to look out for this holiday period uh, as we uh, begin 2017. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First and Chris Coleman. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.